listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Shifting, watching Sweet Sixteen, bitching ass rich kids. You don't know it, like you're gonna go the distance. Whatever your yoga, a dojo. We, we all get lifted in the game. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're in the house for a Saturday morning feedback edition of the podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, this is where we respond to fans who uh, email the show or uh, hit us up on our blog, on our website, and leave uh, comments on uh, on the polls and all kinds of ways to get in contact with us. You can leave us things on Facebook. Uh, we're always trying to reach back to people who reach out to us, so this is what this show is all about. Um... In, in case you don't know, then it's called the Black Guy Tips. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't already be on this, but you uh you can find our show on uh you know by going to theblackguytips.com. You can go on Facebook, iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio, uh, or Podomatic and search for the Black Guy Tips. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're the only one, so we will come up, and uh, you can leave us comments on there too. Uh, we we also prefer well not prefer demand. <laughs> five star reviews on iTunes or else they don't get read on the show nope um, and you can email the show theblackouttips at gmail.com uh, you can call the show 704 557 and uh, when you're on the what kind of stuff can you do there Karen you can uh, go to make forums you can, yeah, you can join our forums. Yes. The forums already made. You can't make a forum. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's already there. You can join it. <laughs> yes, you can join the forums. You can uh, post comments up mm-hmm. underneath each episode. That's right. You can actually listen to the episodes there. That, yeah. uh, each episode has a poll attached with it. Uh, Roger posts random things out there. He posts his blog posts out there now. Mm-hmm. Um, and anybody that has ever been on the show, and also our sponsors are linked on there. To also... You have donations, you can do uh, one-time donations, or you can do recurring donations, which is a monthly donation, um, and you can pay us uh, through all kinds of uh, forms, like PayPal, credit card, check, and all that good, great stuff. Um, also, guys, thank you for uh, sponsoring the show uh, through our website. Yeah, so I appreciate it, guys. Um, of course, the uh, the way to email the show is you go to theblackouttips at gmail.com. Send us an email. We'll be reading those today. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can call the show 704-557-0186 and leave us a voicemail. 
uh, we respond to those, um, you know, today, on Saturdays and shit. You know, get up early. Yep, yep, yep. do this shit. Um, alright, so you ready to do some feedback? Oh, wait, I forgot. Don't forget, you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D-A-T. And the official weapon of the show is... Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. Alright, man, so you ready to do some feedback? Let's do some feedbacking. Alright, we didn't get any donations this week, so I was a little surprised. Because, I mean, Creflo Dollar out there campaigning for Eddie Long to get money. Even after he uh, molested them boys and gave him $25 million. And yet nobody from New Birth could find it in their heart to give me a dollar. It's sad. You know, it's sundress month, so people were investing their money in their sundresses. Mm-hmm. And in little boys' buttholes, apparently. I hope not. Well, that's what you're paying for if you go to New Birth. I'm just saying. Um, anyway, man, so what you want to do first, Cam? You want to do Facebook comments, emails, uh, you know, uh, iTunes reviews. Let's do iTunes reviews first this time. To the iTunes, to the iTunes machine, Batman. Yes. I mean, Robin. Because Robin never said that shit to Batman. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, Tim? I'm the boss, nigga. Yeah. All right. Let me uh, sort this shit by most recent. Not sure why I got changed back. But uh, anyway. Um, so we got a few uh, reviews. I think uh, we already read the one from R to the Edgy. But I don't think we read the one from um, the homie Phil. The big homie Phil. No, I don't think we did either. It says, the title of this iTunes review, of course it's five stars, which is why I'm reading it. Of course. Is, I'm going to say it. If you not listening, you not living your life. <laughs> Fool. That, that, is some, that is some high praise indeed, big Thank homie Phil. Thank you. And uh, it says, <clears throat> all that has been said is true. This podcast is horrible. <laughs> that was a joke. It's a great show. These two are hilarious. But this review is not about that. Let me tell you some of the things I've learned. Oh. I'll start with the lovely, talented, and hilarious Karen. Thank you. She be napping. Yes, I do. She be napping. Yes, I do. And you cannot stop Karen from napping. No, you can't. She has a soft spot for kids. You want to hear a rant? Mention something about kids with no supervision. I know it's so... She also tries to get Rod primed. <laughs> My guess is to take advantage of him. Oh, yeah. Lastly, <laughs> she has the laugh of an angel. <laughs> Nay, a baby angel. Oh, thank you. Now for the most ratchet yet hilarious Rod. Don't recommend him shit. <laughs> that's, very, that's a good point, Phil. He doesn't like that, which reminds me. Rod, if you like L.A. Noir, you should check out the true crime series, brother. Son of a bitch. <laughs> At least he ended it with Bronco. He be in the pussy for a while. Congratulations, Karen. <laughs> so long that so long that no thermos maid could keep a towel warm. Nope. Lastly, she is full he is full of a million dollar advice, ideas, and books. Overall it's a great show. Five motherfucking stars. My name is Rod and I love when Drake gets all soft and starts singing. You son of a bitch! <laughs> you know I don't believe that. I only read it because it's in the review. <laughs> um, so we also got a review from uh, Marshall, uh, aka Low Shall on Twitter. Uh, it says, "Here's uh, Mr. Tibbs, aka Marshall, is the title because you know he wants people to know who it's from." Yes, sir. Here's my review. If you like group homes, living proof, this is for you. If you like playing, <laughs> if you like playing Shaq Fu sober, this is for you. Plus, Rod loves phrenology and Freddie Gibbs. Karen's accent was grating at first. But I got to love it. At Say That Again. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Alright, cool. Um, Nikki Six writes in, Your podcast is hilarious, five stars. Cool. Rod and Karen, you two are hilarious. I think I have my associate degree in ratchet <laughs> ratchetness because of y'all. <laughs> I hope to earn my PhD, keep up the good work, and the sword stories. Rod, I tweeted you a while back saying how my husband bought a sword and hit it because, and I hit it because I don't want him attacking someone with it, and we end up uh, as one of your stories. I don't blame you. My husband did ask me where it was because because it's our protection from a burglar. Uh, my tweet name is Bell Nikki B E L L E Nikki N I K K I. Um, and thank you, Karen, for helping me find my inner nap. Woo-hoo! My nap time is up seventy percent. Yes. I love the show. Keep them coming. 
Uh, okay, Gotham Girl. He writes in. Ratchet and right on time. Or oh, she writes in, I think. I can't remember if it's a girl or a girl. You ever be on Facebook and somebody has like a picture of something else for their for their name? Yes. So you, you like so you don't no know what idea. gender they are or anything? Nope. It's like, oh, this person is a mountain. Uh, it's a view <laughs> of a sunset. Yes. So, uh, well, hi, Mr. Sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Mrs. Sun. I That's don't know. true. But anyway, Gotham Girl says, Patrice hit me to this podcast and I have listened every day since. Not only are the hosts hilarious, but they are prolific. Prolific, I say! <laughs> the guests add to the to the humor as they drop knowledge. <laughs> dropping knowledge, my brother? Yes, dropping knowledge. I have been introduced to new vocabulary, new podcasts, and new techniques on napping. Thanks, Karen. What up? You are really spreading the nap word, Karen. I'm saying. You're a nap crusader. Yes, I am. Uh, if you have ever felt the need for a taser in your everyday life, this is the podcast for you. Uh-uh. Get primed and download to your heart's content. Yes, there's plenty of episodes out there. All right. You got one from Jay Goshin. Review. That's the title of his review. I like it. It's short to the point. And it's no, there's no uh, room for fucking up what this is. It's a review about a review. A review about a review. <laughs> review, five stars. I was first introduced to this witty couple with while listening to the Player Hater podcast. Cool. As far as quality goes, Rod and Karen was one of the best sounding podcasts on the net. Wow. Thank you. That is a high compliment. Thank you. you guys, very cheap equipment. And content-wise, they are informative and humorous. Thank you very much, Jay Goshen. Thank you. McNabb 51 boy B-O-I. He says, let's get ratchet. Let's get ratchet. That's the title of this review. No, that's not like some toy you would say. And I'm reading it, so what does that mean, Karen? It's five That's right. That's right. Just like my rims in the 80s. One day... <laughs> One day I typed in black podcast looking for something to listen to at work. And this is what I found. <laughs> it's definitely it definitely it definitely was what I was looking for. Man, so you can just type black podcast in the iTunes and we come up. That's awesome. I guess so, cool. Yeah. Again, we have black in the name, so when iTunes get to searching it just bring up black. Yeah, as long as Michael Ian Black doesn't come up with a podcast, we are gold. Yes, we straight to go. Um Primetime Rod and Ten Star Chick. Karen are funny as hell. Topics, jokes, music, swords, nizzas, swords. It's, it's like talking ish with my, my friends. They also turned me on to the chilling circuit of black podcast. LOL. I recently started watching the blackout or started listening to the blackout tips. They I have, say watching. We you telling me something. I mean, now? you can look at your computer screen while we while we play. Okay. Uh, I mean, you'd have to put on a shirt if we're going to go live like that. I sure would. <laughs> <laughs> it is free. This ain't Africa. <laughs> so they have so many episodes. You will uh, have plenty of uh, to choose from. Interaction on Twitter, polls, etc. I love the Southern swag on the show. This is perfect. Thanks, Rod and Karen. No problem, McNabb. 51, boy. Thank you. And, of course, the last review from The Barber Man. He cuts it. I can't. Will you admit this? Five stars. Well, I don't like where this has started already. Because you know I'm going to read this. And then you probably put something fucked up in it when you start. Will you say this, this that I said? My brother. Well, I made my promise to say whatever you want me to say. That's right. In these five star reviews. So Only let's see. five stars. Uh, the University of Louisville is the best basketball program in the country. Ha ha ha. What? Hold on. What? <laughs> the University of Louisville, or Louisville, as I like to say, Karen, of Louisville is the best basketball program in the country. No school in North Carolina. Hold a candle to any school in Canada. Forget about Quick Rick. Patino, aka Ricky Three Stacks, is what I call him. Uh, we were good before him, and we'll be winning a championship as soon as we get rid of him. <laughs> P.S. Great podcast. What up, Karen? And can I get a say that again? Yes, you can. Say that again. I love it when you say that. Peace. Thank you. 
Well, thank you very much, the barber man, and uh, very good luck to your basketball uh, base cage, the ball uh, uh, school, Lewis Val, uh, in you know in the future. So anyway, Karen, what do you want to do next? We have all kinds of shit. Polls. Let's let's go check out the polls. Let me take you to the polls. Alright, so last week on the episode 10 Star Karen, mm-hmm. people wrote in and we responded to shit. That's kind of what we do every week. Yes, sir. And one of the questions was from Dexter at Shadow Dog Productions. Mm-hmm. And he was asking us, okay, women even really be stuck in the friend zone. So I said, fuck it, let's put it to a poll. <laughs> so we put it to a poll and let's check the results. Let's check them out. Apparently, 83, <laughs> that's pretty high, 83% of people say yes, some women are terrible at giving hints that they like a dude, yes, so they, they can are. be stuck in a friend zone, because that was the question, can a woman be stuck in a friend zone, mm-hmm. and 17%, which are probably women, said no, it's impossible, um, and the comments for these, uh, we had Corbin Macklin, who said, for all your ratchetness, you have a stunning level of depth, Rod. Last few questions, you have helped me realize more that I that if I get stuck in a friend zone, it's my fault. As you say on this episode, I should want a woman that likes nice guys. If I knew where they were, or if I knew where they are, and don't say the church and library. So where are the nice girls, Karen? Mm-hmm. They everywhere. You just have to know how to find them. And most of your good girls... Uh, uh, secret freaks, but they ain't gonna let you know that shit up front. But most of y'all go look for the straight up freaks. The girls are gonna fuck right now, and when you look for them girls, that's what you get. I don't know, man. It's nice girls everywhere. In my experience, I run across them all the time. But maybe they just nice to me because I'm married, and uh, I don't want them. Yes, there are nice girls out there, and you can find them. But it's all in what you're looking for too. And Trojan Scooter said some women are terrible at throwing hints. If she doesn't want to pull out her titties, she could pull out his dick and say, let's have sex. And that's true, too. That always works. Mm-hmm. That's how I got married. <laughs> All right. So the other, I'm <laughs> the other uh, poll we had uh, was, uh, is rape about sex or power? And this is a discussion that we had that was actually kind of long. Uh, we talked about it with the dark hater on... Um, uh, what was it, last Sunday? Yes, yeah, and Chris from the Sandwich. And Chris from the Sandwich Podcast, of course. And uh, I basically put it out there to a poll because the debate was kind of intense. But, you know, of course, it's very respectful. But I said, is rape about sex or power? And I gave the option sex, power, and then the last option was both. Mm-hmm. Sex got 2% of the vote. So only 2% of people think that rape is about sex. Uh, 43% of people thought it was about power and power exclusively. Um, and then uh, 54% thought it was about uh, both power and sex. Let's look at the comments. I think it's about both too. Keith says rape is all about power. Not sure if, if, if it is seeing what you can take from a person or that you feel so entitled that you feel everything belongs to you anyway. So Keith seems to be right from personal experience. Um, not nah, just joking. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's that's kind of what psychologists say. They say it's about power, and you know, it's not really about sex. Um, you know, which I think is kind of extreme. But fuck it, y'all voted in the poll. I, you know, I, I think it's a little bit of both because rape involves sex. So how can it not be about the action? Yeah, well, some people don't even rape. Uh, uh, like some people get out so much own power that they just kill the person. Like there's some. Kill, serial killers they just kill they don't do anything to the victim but they just oh, like the power or like uh, they do the BTK like the control. yeah they yeah. do the uh, BTK uh, that 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 serial killer he would just like tie people up torture them and then kill them and then masturbate after killing them so like you know I mean there's just weird dynamics there in people's brains um, Vera says rape is about both sex and power I hate when people say it's just about power if that's all it was, then a simple violent attack would suffice. The attacker receives a sick sexual gratification with the mixture of both violence and sex. Montoya says, right on, Vera. Rape without sex is just an ass with it. I, I, I agree. I love people from down south because we just had the best way of putting shit very simply. Uh, and Marshall says, I disagree with the last two. Violent acts are not always about power themselves. They stem from anger 
Violence is very reactionary. If someone beats someone else's ass, it is not always about someone gaining an upper hand on them. Like we put power in parentheses. Think of it in the sense of war. In war, people aren't raped in lieu of attacking the town. The town is destroyed then to totally humiliate the population. The attackers rape the people who live there. It's a show of force and power that preceded the violence. I've had the unfortunate opportunity to work with many ex-offenders and a common motive was an opportunity to overpower someone as they believed they had been taken from them at some point before. Now, I'm not going to pretend to understand any of that because I it was all over the place. I, I don't know. I'm sorry, Marshall. I tried to understand, but I guess I didn't understand the point. But uh, anyway... Thank you. Thank y'all for commenting on that poll. And uh, according to the scientific results, it's about both. So, you know, the polls are indisputable and scientific, Karen. Yes, they are. Um, and then the last poll was kind of a silly one, but of course it was, you know, 100% uh, accurate. Yeah. It was, did, did Rod fix Sherry and Scar's marriage? Because there was a big debate about whether they would just stop arguing that show and they didn't fix it or... You know, uh, and they weren't doing better. They needed to argue in order to have a good marriage. Because they didn't argue on their last, uh, the show called No Arguments Here. Okay. It was a uh, pink side, blue side show where they did not argue. And people were very disturbed. And I was very, <laughs> I was very pleased. I thought, hey, they came on our show and I fixed their marriage. Cool. And uh, the options were, did Rod, okay, did Rod fix Sherry and Scar's marriage? Yes. It's obvious that Rod has made them better. 50%. Mm-hmm. So that's not good. Because that means... No, they are just hiding their pain and dying inside. Also got 50%. I know. We have no definitive answer, people. And Corbin says, uh, now not only is Rod the best podcaster ever, now he is fixing marriages too. Next Prime will tell us the accurate date of the rapture. All right. So that's all the polls (laughs) that we had on the show. And I think we actually had a couple comments on the show that we talked about rape because, you know, people love to talk about that. Um, and this one's from an actual person that, um, you know, knows what they're talking about. Okay. As opposed to us who, you know, we don't really deal in facts. We just like to talk. Um, uh, Poet says, this was a great podcast. I was late. This is my first one. But man, it was on point and hilarious. Nikki says, the whole rape discussion was very interesting. I'm a marriage and family therapist. And rape is based on power, not sex. If you are most likely to be, you are most likely to be raped by someone who likes you. When someone you know rapes you, they are asserting power over you. Also, men who are just out to rape, sometimes someone will rape anyone regardless of looks. But most likely, if you are raped by a stranger, they will end up badly beating you and or killing or mutilating your body. But yeah, I love your podcast and all four together was your best podcast yet. So, uh, thank you for enjoying the podcast. Thank you. And um, bringing it down with your rape logic. Appreciate that. <laughs> Um, alright, man. So, um, I think that's all the comments. Oh, wait, we got one more comment here. Oh, somebody commented on 10 Star, uh, the 10 Star Karen episode. Cool. It says, females get stuck in the friend zone because we are, uh, we can be content just being a friend. Yes. We will sit there and be a guy's friend, help them get stuff for their actual girlfriends, and hope one day that they look at us that way. Well, that is scary. And now you know why niggas is cheating out here. Apparently, women is just uh, uh, uh. befriending motherfuckers and waiting on the day. I don't know. Ladies, check your check your male's girlfriend. You better be aggressive, women. Yeah, check your man's uh, text book, text messages. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. Like Roger said, one, one way to get a dude's attention, like they say, pull your titties out of grab his dick. Hey, there's nothing more simpler than that. All right, Karen. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, you want to do a Facebook page? Yes, sir. All right, let's go check out what people had to say on our episodes on Facebook. Yes, let's see, let's see. All right, so it looks like uh, the last episode that we did on here was, uh, what was it, uh, 10 Star Karen was the one? Mm-hmm. All right, we didn't get any comments on that. Apparently, people didn't give a fuck. Oh. Uh, so y'all think Karen is 10 Star, but you ain't leaving no comments. I am 10 Star. What are you talking about? Uh, apparently, they didn't They didn't want to comment on Facebook about it. It don't matter. I'm still 10 Star. Nothing on Bullet Balls Extreme. Joe Saunders... Jay Saunders says, did you hear about your boy Wiener? He admitted to sending the pics. Yes, I heard about that. Of course he, I knew he had more pics. And I knew that's why he didn't come out and say that wasn't him. Yes, sir. 
Wow. Everybody was like, well, just say it's not you and get it over with. You can't say that if you have sent pics to multiple people. That's right. Now, he did not turn out to be gay like I thought. Nope. But but those were his dick all over the place. Rachel Rangel says, hey, guys, it's me, Raha's time. Smiley face. Wanted to show a little more support since I can't keep up to date with listening to all the awesome episodes you post. My favorite part of your shows is when you guys read the articles. Cracks me up. Keep up the great work. You you keep me laughing here at work. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. And Bryant Churchwell says, Hey, I'm trying to start my own podcast and maybe a YouTube channel. Do you have any tips or ideas I could use to maybe start it up or things for me to talk about? Uh, I am a true hip-hop fan, so I already got that in mind. Thank you for your time. Um, basically, man, I'll tell you the same thing I tell everybody. Bruh, quality. That's it. Yep. All you gotta do is have good quality shit, man, and the people will come. Be consistent. You know, if you're not, you know, if you're releasing some shit like every seven weeks, motherfuckers will stop following your podcast. Yes, they will. You know, so you gotta do that. You gotta let them know ahead of schedule. Like, I'm gonna be taking three weeks off or whatever the fuck. So, you don't have these complications where it's just like, man, fuck these people. I'm done with this show. Yeah, and then so many people start and then stop and quit. And so that, and a lot of people have been hooked on the podcast and then they just disappear and then they never return or they don't let them know they're returning to. Yeah, yeah. So stay, that's why people want the consistency. Stay in contact with your audience, I think. Yes, even if you're not recording, just stay in contact with them. Let, you, let them know you're still around. And uh, quality, man. You, you try to. People will only give a fuck as much as you give a fuck about your product. That's right. So if you just put anything out there, you know, you got all kinds of bad connections, terrible mics, terrible editing. Um, then, then what will people expect? They'll, you don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You know. That's true too. Now. Um. All right, man. So. Uh, oh, and Thomas Evil posted a, a video about a hero dad taking down a bank robber. Uh, I haven't listened to it. I haven't watched that one yet. Uh, we posted also 174 Forgiving Timothy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nelson Terry said, excellent podcast. Mm-hmm. And LaShonda said, you are truly Christian. I would have flamed Timothy like a goofball, like the goofball he is. Oh, wait. Because that was when we <laughs> talked about uh, Tim <laughs> talking all that shit on our, on our website and talking shit, you know, on Twitter. Anyway. That's all the comments on Facebook that we have. Um, what what else do you have uh, to talk about, Karen? What would you like to do? We got uh, emails. All right, let's go check out the emails. Bam. DH writes in, I'm back, darkies. <laughs> you guys are too potent. I was enjoying your show too much. The Illuminati killed my iPod because of you. <laughs> but fuck I them. didn't know we was on the list. Apparently we were on the list. Us, Dave Chappelle, Oprah short list. Yes. No, they, they are. No, we're not in the Illuminati. We're oh, the, the oh we're outside. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then it's just us and him then. I was enjoying your show too much. The Illuminati killed my iPod because of you. But fuck them. I bought myself a little MP3 player and I'm back in business. Got the white folks at work looking at me crazy again because I'm smiling and laughing. Yep. Isn't that sad when? People look at you crazy because you're smiling and laughing at work. Yes, it happens to me all the time because I listen to a variety of podcasts and they say funny shit and they say shilly shit and they say, you know, I'm laughing and people are just fucking nosy. Instead of them going on about their bonus, hey, what you laughing at? None of your business. Just <laughs> let me fucking be happy at work. Leave me alone. You're bringing me down. <laughs> um, it says, and they have no idea what I'm hearing. Now I'm playing catch up. Yoli was cool. Roy Wood is ignorant. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to see that I'm the only, I'm not the only person who is about sick and tired of them vocabulations niggas. <laughs> yes, Jonah talking Crew. about Cornell West and uh, Michael A. Dyson and Tavis Smiley. Yes, I now have a new appreciation for Beyonce. Thank you. Never cared for her much, but that broad is fine. Um, I'm just too smart to trust every big ass and a smile. And now I'm about to see how Rod got primed. Uh, I was bouncing around the web when I saw this, and he sent uh, sent us a uh, link to something. Uh, I know how much you appreciate a beautiful set of titties like myself, and thought I might make a nice contribution to the show. Sorry, Karen. I know you appreciate dick, <laughs> but I ain't going out like that. Get some sisters to send them. You know what? On these t- on those times when I don't donate money, I'll make a point to try to send some titties. Peace. P.S. Still feeling the geeks in love who cuss each other out. 
It's talking about Sherry and Scarfingo on Scarcasm Live. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, Cornell writes in, story time. Back when I was in the Marines, I was bumping Jodeci in my room, and my white roommate comes home and says something about Jigaboo, Jigaboo music. Oh. I didn't even know I was being insulted until three months later. <laughs> Don't feel bad. My mama used to say I was moving slow as molasses. And it was until I was grown that I realized what the fuck molasses was. I was like, hey, woman, you was insulting me 15 years ago. She was like, yes. So don't feel bad. Y'all niggas need to get on Wiki and learn your vocabulary and pick up these context clues. I was eight. What the fuck I know about molasses? It wasn't jelly or jam. I didn't know what it was. Context clues, Karen. (laughs) You are dumb as a son of the dude. Oh, that can be. That's probably good. Yes, I was a little kid. I didn't care. Hey, Rod and Karen. This is from Ruben. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been down with Team 8 since I was a child. It was so clear to me that the struggle of the 8s was supposed to mirror that of black people. Go Team 8. Yes, sir. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, we talked about Planet of the Apes and how I realized that apparently not everybody was on the side of the apes. Some people like the humans, which is racist. Yes. Hey, Rod. This is from Jeff. Oh, wait. No, nah, I can't read this. This is about what we used to do to podcast. Okay. He does some podcasting on Blog Talk Radio. Um, and I had to email him a long email back or call him or something. Um, but I will get back to you, brother. David says, great job with the making the podcast funny as shit. I've been trying to catch up on the older shows, but I have to do a Bomani-style recap of the last show. You guys were talking about what the slaves endured back in the day and how spoiled we are with Central Air. Mm-hmm. What do you think slaves would say to somebody complaining about a summer cold after being beat in the heat all day? <laughs> yeah, seriously. You can't be out there with the slaves like, man, I need my allergy medication. Is anybody's allergies acting up? Or is it just me and this cotton? Uh, nah, they think allergies. They think, man, like, be like my mom. I'm actually allergic to grass. And so I was like, well, mama, I don't feel good. I'm allergic, you know, allergic to grass. And I knew it uh, before she took me to the doctor and stuff. She's like, you ain't allergic to ass, just allergic to work. Nah, bitch, this stuff is real. Back then, if they didn't see you bleeding or bones sticking out, it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And slavery was probably even worse than what you went through, Karen. Yes, it probably was. Um, oh, no, in fact, it was. It says, uh, I blame microwaves for these girls out here trying to get with you after you are with someone else. It takes time for a man to become a good man. And they don't want to wait for it. Instant gratification is ruining relationships left and right. So he's basically saying these chicks that try to get with married men and dudes that are in relationships, mm-hmm. like they need to just, uh, I don't know, chill or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, because the thing, I do agree with him about the Russian part. Because the thing about relationships is that you got to get to know people. Everybody want to get together, fuck, get married, and have kids. But then you wake up one day and realize, motherfucker, I don't know you. <laughs> do you know people. He asked me, do you keep raid on your belt or something? Because most people just step on bugs when they come in. Oh, no. I shoot them from afar off. Yeah. I don't know who these people are that are just stepping on bugs. No, thank you. You can't take your eye off them to reach for anything to kill them. Well, you can if you're stealthy like me, my friend. What? See, I just act cool and casual when I see a bug. I don't freak out. I just go, okay. I see you over there in the corner. I'm going to just pretend like I didn't. Then I slide out real stealthily like a ninja. And I get my raid and I come back and I'm like, blam, nigga. You thought I didn't see you? Coming in my crib? I don't play that shit, son. Get your ass out of here. Yeah. Now leave and die outside. I don't even want to have to sweep you up. Nope. Uh, I agree. Do away with chivalry tax. Then we can talk about equal pay. Uh, Forget what women are. Yeah, because we talked about... um, how uh, men make more than women, and it's got to be because of chivalry. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, too. and on top of that, the biggest reason why people will not admit this: uh, most men, it has changed over the years, but most men are the uh, provider. Like they make, they provide for the home and things like that. And so, since most men provide for the homes, they normally get more pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, forget what uh, women are wearing in order to stop all this evil that we call rape. We need Ray Lewis to step in and end this lockout. Then people can walk the streets in thongs without worry. Yes, they can. What website do you get all this ratchet news, or do you just scave the whole web? I scave the whole web, but there's a few websites I go to uh, in particular. But I'm not giving them away because y'all would just go out there and read the stories and fuck them up before I can read them, which is not, not cool. Nope. Great job again on the podcast. I look forward to listening to you two for a long time. P.S. Karen is at least 12 stars. Oh, see, I got two more stars for you. Okay, congratulations, Nigel. 
Latoya writes in, first off, I'm writing this email while I'm working out at the gym. Yes, multitasking is where I be. Second, of course, I'm not going to talk ratchety on Facebook because my mother is on there. Aww. And she doesn't need to see all my ratchetness. Plus, I learned it all from my mommy. <laughs> now, on to the show. I enjoy both the Dark Hater and Chris, my fellow RNC partygoer, party goer, uh, for the convention next year. I know one thing. Y'all need to do a recording because you're going to have Black Chris with his I Like Cheese shirt and his picture of his dog. And you're going to have Toya with the I Hate Gay shirt on <laughs> walking around RNC. That's going to be wonderful. Uh, I don't understand why all the hate for them waiting to uh, wanting to allow the use of food stamps at the KFC. Damn, I can't buy all of them. Uh, I mean, I know I know people who buy them. Anyways, I approve of great ratchetness. So I know you got that tweet I sent you about ratchet ball wives fighting over in Italy. Why these fine Italians got to see our ratchetness? Shaking my damn head. Then we have people uh, from the church trying to boycott Disney Gay Day. Isn't this the biggest case of pot, meat, kettle in history? The church is going to boycott Gay Day. Get the fuck out of here with that mess. They like That's like me protesting the strip club. <laughs> 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 Things that don't make, that don't make sense. Uh, uh, then we have the greatest parents ever leaving the baby in the car while they partake in some high quality stripping. And I'm totally shocked they were white. Damn, some of Karen's racism rubbed off on me. Yes, he did. And speaking of racism, I'm going to need Grace Jones to gargle my chocolate milk <laughs> for, for me to make sure it's pure chocolate saliva to cleanse out all that white power milk. <laughs> well, I, well, I guess this is all I got for now. Enjoy the voicemail as well. Thank you, Toya. Thank you. Timothy says, what up, Ryder Karen? I finished your late last episode for giving Timothy, and I want to apologize on behalf of all the Timothys in the world. <laughs> Myself, Timothy Oliphant, Timothy Dalton, Tim the Tool Man Taylor, first and second Timothy, <laughs> Timothy Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Timothy Barack Obama, <laughs> and Timothy Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> That Tim that that Tim that left the comments about your show is a dick. He's a hurt kid, but he's still a dick. I think Rob was correct about him being young. I found it strange that he was trying to get some sort of spotlight on your show, even though you both disagree 100%. And it's weird to me, too. Like, if I disagree with you, first of all, if I don't respect your opinion, I don't want to be involved in anything you do. Nope. You know what I mean? But second of all, if you 100% disagree with me, the fuck we gonna have it out on the show? Am I gonna convince you? Or are you gonna convince me? Nope. Like, I'm reading verbatim what the fuck you said. That's right. So, I mean, if there's something you're gonna say different on the show, unless you're gonna come on and apologize, get the fuck out of here. Anyway. He helped prove my theory that the internet and cameras aren't for everybody. No, they're not. They can be a deadly mix in the wrong idiot's hands. And the sad part about it is that people have always been like this, but they didn't have a camera. And YouTube yeah. and all this other stuff. It's been hurt. I blame Sad people. I blame Tosh Point Yeah. On a but lighter, I love that show. On a lighter note, the security at my job got fired. Uh oh. He, he was harassing a coworker of mine by telling her he was going to marry her when he won the lotto. Oh. Yo, those security niggas and the dudes that do FedEx are so ratchet. Like I don't what is the deal? what is the hiring process for do they screen security people for security? But you know what also, it's not all their fault. Mm-hmm. Women that are desperate hawk them dudes who they're in uniform and know they got a job. That's a good point, Ken. So a lot of times they'll approach women because a lot of women approach them. But if you ain't that tight, all of a sudden we got issues. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's a lot of security niggas out there. That's probably getting hollered at because, you know, hey, at least he making six fifty. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I swear this dude was worse than some of the FedEx guys. He obviously had a problem controlling his horny level at work. <laughs> what really got him in trouble was getting this girl's phone number on the job and calling her at home. Oh. Seems harmless, right? It was until her husband answered the phone. Instead of hanging up like a player... He said, tell her Frank called. As you can guess, this didn't go over too well with the husband. No. He calls the job and the rest is history. Wow. Instead of this nigga hanging up mm-hmm. and just letting it go, tell her Frank called. If his name is not 
Frank, we got right. an issue. Yeah, that's like somebody calling the house. Can I speak to Karen? Who, who is this? Oh, uh, 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 tell her so and so called. I mean, now they already had problems for him to call that job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know that she lied. She's like, I don't know why he's calling here. You know what I mean? Dude didn't even ask how he got the number. Probably like, see, look, man, you need to, you need to get that divorce, brother. Your woman ain't in check. She no. giving them digits out. Um, mm-hmm. says thanks again for adding some fun to my work week with your podcast. It really gets me. Uh, it really does get better and better each week. I'll holler at you later. Thank you. Thanks, Tim. Timothy. Titus says. What up, Rod and Karen? Good job on the podcast this week. Chris and Dark Hater were hilarious. The article about the guy having a meat cleaver and a sword was funny as hell. At least he could chop up some uh, deli meat before he tried to kill her. <laughs> Will and Justin were ratchet as usual. Yes, they were. The way you guys went in on Timothy was hilarious yet informative. Keep up the good work. Team Epic Nap. Team Tasers. I'm out. Alright, well, the only thing we have left is voicemails, Karen. Let's do this. Alright, so let's go ahead and start listening to voicemails. Yo, Rod and Karen, my two favorite fake-ass friends, uh, for the most part. Hey, I got an issue with y'all. Number one, probably is the main issue. Why do you only accept or read five-star reviews? You know constructive criticism is a good thing, right? And we need to talk about that, because uh, you need to include all the comments. Because uh, shit like that help you grow. But anyway, if you're old enough to call me, hit me up. All right? All right. Well, one, I did call him and discuss this, but let's talk about it on the show, Karen. Yes, sir. The reason that I only want to read five-star reviews is, one, I will read anything you have to say in five-star. Anything. I don't think people understand that. We will read anything if you put in a five-star review. So by giving me a five-star review, you aren't actually always giving the show credit. A lot of people use it to criticize the show. Yes, they do. The second thing is, I find it hilarious that haters need to be heard. Yes. They want attention. Yeah, they want to know that you read what the fuck they had to say. And I get that, you know, but sometimes the construct, like everything doesn't, and this this is a fallacy, especially you hear this on the internet a lot. Everything that's negative criticism isn't always constructive criticism. No, it's not. Some people are just assholes. Yeah, I don't mind constructive criticism. That's how we made the show better. Yes. You know, it's how we added the instrumentals without the vocals. Yes. How we learned to compress the uh, the audio. Yes. Um, there, you know, just little things, you know, uh, got, just ways to reach people on the show and things like that that made the show better. Um, but often, when you get something stupid like, I can't stand your co-host's voice. Get a new co-host, one star. Is that really constructive criticism? Is that making the show better? Nah. So do I need to go get a new co-host for this one hater that doesn't like the show? Nah, motherfucker pick something else. There's just a lot of other podcasts. I hate to be like that. Right, and plus, have to listen. we didn't get into the podcasting thing to be beholden to other people's ideas of what they want us to do. That's Some right. things are just things that we want to do. Not only that, this is not the radio. I think a lot of people come into the podcasting and into the, the other uh, new medias and genres of radio, uh, quote-unquote style of radio, and they want the radio. And you're like, this is not the radio. Everybody's not going to have that pretty radio voice. Well, one thing also, at uh, with five... I mean, on top of that, um, five stars to me, says, this person at least listened to the instructions for the show. Yeah, It's almost it's almost like how people get on stars who do tours and, uh, you know, like artists that perform places. They look at their writer. And your writer is the shit that you say, like, I want six bottles of water from Avion in my dressing room. Mm-hmm. And people go, man, what a spoiled, stuck-up motherfucker. But what you don't realize is that people put that shit in their writer because... They want you to pay attention to detailed information. So they'll say, I want six uh, bottles of Avion, but, and if those six bottles of Avion are there, aren't there when they go there, they won't perform. Because that probably means if you glossed over something simple to get like water, you probably also glossed over the stage setup, the sound yes. setup, uh, pyrotechnic, uh, you know, type stuff. So, so, so what you end up with is people saying, well, if you the litmus test is, my water or my green uh, M&M's but I'm not going to perform if you don't have that because I doubt you took the time 
to set up the fireworks. Yes, and I take my ass out there and I'm sounding terrible and this thing, you know, I'm passing across the internet for a bad show, which was not my fault. Right. Well, that's how I feel about the five stars. You give me the five stars, that's the prerequisite of, hey, I listen to the show and I actually have something to say. Motherfuckers that listen for three seconds often just leave some, hey, man, you need to stop trying to be so funny. Okay, nigga, get the fuck on. You know what I mean? What yeah, can I do about that? they don't listen at all. Yeah, and often on the internet, criticism isn't constructive or helpful. No, like, it's not. Like, that's one of the problems. Like, your fans will actually give you uh, cr- criticism mm-hmm. in a, especially in a polite or nice way. Yeah. That will help your fucking show. Like, yes. I don't reject criticism. When people say, well, what about this? I normally try to hit them back with, well, this is why we do it that way. Yes. Now, they can take it or leave it. You know what I mean? But there's sometimes where they hit me and I'm like, damn, that's a good point. Let me try it that way. Yes. So, I mean, it's just, it's all about tact and it depends on how you approach me. But for the most part, five stars just basically says, are you really listening to the show and are you really willing to be heard? Yep. Or are you just some motherfucker that wants to say like, you know, hey man, you're a faggot, one star. Okay, that's very constructive. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, what up, man? It's Freddie Ray. I was listening to y'all's show. And I was calling in because me and my homeboy was just having a conversation about heroin and how bad that shit is. I was listening to uh, the Ratchet Ball Wives episode. And you were talking about the ticket passed out in the bathroom. It was hilarious. But what we were talking about was, you know, heroin is the worst drug out there, man. I mean, you can throw crack out there. You can throw LSD ass and you can go off of any of that shit green and be functional for at least a couple weeks or so. Fuck around and get off that horse man for a week and you are done. See how that shit play out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for real, it's gonna be ugly. You ain't gonna be going to work. None of that shit. That shit is shut down. Shit, I like what y'all talking about, man. I'm following y'all. So I'm gonna let y'all do what y'all do, man. Peace. Peace. That uh, now he was talking about the drug heroin because we had an article where a woman left her baby in the car mm-hmm. with her dead friend because she passed out from doing drugs in the bathroom. A heroin nod. Yeah, and uh, heroin seems like the least productive drug of all time. Oh, you can't get shit done. Like at, at least, least on other drugs, you can function and have a job. Yeah, and work. Now with that shit, your day is officially over. Right. Like yeah, heroin ends your day. Like you can't say, oh man, I'm gonna do some heroin and go to the gym. No. You know what I mean? You do heroin, that was your evening. Like, yes. whenever you started that shit. You do you heroin at 8 in the morning, then you wake up 8 in the morning tomorrow or whatever. That's right. And heroin just seems like a drug that don't make you hustle right. No. Like, crack is a drug for hustlers. Yes, and you will try to make money so you can go buy some more. Right. Heroin seems like a drug where you just... Go. All your inhibition is gone. You pass out. It's like the dude from Memento. You just pass out <laughs> and you wake up and you're like, damn, I need some heroin. All right, next voicemail. What's going on, Rod, Karen? This is Corbin. Y'all follow me on Twitter. And, um, I just saw a lot of slander retweeted by Rod just now that it sense to me about, you know, various things. Like, you said that us Nintendo stands are so sensitive, and we are, because we constantly hear from you Xbox and PlayStation lovers about how your high-definition graphics and your M-rated games and your hardcore stuff is so much better than, you know, all the games that, you know, more or less lay, you know, the pavement for all the games that we play today. You know, without Mario and Zelda and Metroid and Donkey Kong and all these other classics created by Nintendo, who invented the D-pad, the analog stick, glasses-free 3D motion controls, you know, the whole touch screen thing with the DS, and now, you know, whatever the hell they're doing with that new controller, which I gotta admit, as a fan, it doesn't impress me either. But my point is, again, it's like, you know, you admitted yourself, and I retweeted you, Ryan, that, damn it, <laughs> Nintendo has the best first party exclusives after that. Okay, it's like, yeah, you know, Sony and Microsoft get all the good shit, like, um, you know, Grand Theft Auto and all of that. But I didn't play all the Grand Theft Autos, man. You know, as I tweeted, I didn't, I didn't ran people over with cars for fun. I didn't did all kinds of drive-bys and picked up all the prostitutes. I became a pimp in San Andreas. I've done it all, man. And, you know, I, I had 
I had to come to that place where I realized, man, I, I, I gotta let this life go. You know, I can't, I can't be a religious person playing God of War, sacrificing people to all these Greek gods and stuff and, you know, running around slaying people with energy swords and chainsaws and all of that. So, you know, I play Pokemon now. Judge me. <laughs> So it looks like Corbin had to retire from his life of crime in Grand Theft Auto Aww. and go traveling around the galaxy as Mario. Um, well, basically what happened was I was watching some of the E3 coverage mm -hmm. and they did they showed some of the Nintendo uh, reveals, you know, some of the things mm -hmm. that they were doing. And um, I wasn't impressed. I haven't liked uh, a Nintendo console in a very long time. Now, I'm not hating on Nintendo. But it's not for me, you know? And and the thing is, like, you can tell that he's mixed in with other shit that other people said. Because I didn't say all that shit that he said. But uh, what I will say is I they do have the best first-party titles. And they know when they got a sucker. Yeah, and I, that's the thing. And when he was talking about how Nintendo, you know, set these standards. Okay, that's good. But at the same time, as time changed, Nintendo need to step to the plate and, and quit recycling the same shit. Like Roger say, after a while, you're getting the same thing. I found out the other day that they made Ocarina of Time like 12 times. That's the same fucking game. Right. They don't change it. They don't edit it. You don't get no new version or anything like that. You need to come to the table with something new. And this is just my personal opinion. I think Nintendo um, is made, they target children. I think they target children. That's why they don't come out with a lot of mature M games and all that type stuff. Or if they do, nobody plays it. Like that Resident Evil, which got rave reviews. Nobody played it. Why? Because it only came on Wii. And not only that, we went and said... Well, it was on GameCube, uh, GameCube. I'm sorry. It only came on GameCube. And then um, Nintendo paid them to do it. Versus everybody else just got it made on their console. Well, what's weird, what's weird to me, it, it, isn't, it isn't about them targeting kids. I think they had a great strategy of targeting non-gamers. Okay, yes. Like, the Wii is for people that don't play games, and they think that getting a Wii will make them start playing games again. But most of my friends that I know who bought a Wii, and people were saying the same thing on Twitter when I brought it up, they don't play it anymore. It's collecting dust. It seems like the perfect, like, if I already have a system, or maybe I have kids, like that type of system. But even then, you, you know you're only going to get a handful of, triple a titles that are you know the first party titles you're not gonna get a lot of great like you're not gonna get three gears of war mm -mm. you know what i mean you're not gonna get that but you might get uh or three mass effects you will get two mario games one zelda yes, like and, that kind of shit and i i think just for me personally uh the thing about nintendo is that and the, and the problem that i have with it it's a money pit to me Mm -hmm. um, they make a game and have one controller, one bongo to it, and they don't make shit else you can play with it. Right, yeah. They have a lot of games where it's like, okay, here's a game, and the controller is a drum. And you're like, cool. And then you get that shit, and it costs you $60 plus the $100 for the drum or whatever the fuck. And it's like, all right, so what's the next game? Uh, fuck Nothing. that. We're done with that now. Here's one, and it controls, you, you, you actually uh, attach it to a steering wheel. Oh, cool, man. It sounds dope, man. Now, uh, what else do we have that, that uses the stairwell? Uh, nothing. All right, here's another game. And, yeah, and, 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 and to me, it's a huge <laughs> money pit. And the thing about it is that Nintendo has a market that's inconsistent. Right. If you are not a video gamer and you are targeting video gamers that are not video gamers... Them niggas ain't gonna stay around. I'm right, sorry that's my, because they're not video that's gamers. That's my real question is what happens with the Wii U? Do the people who let their Wii's collect dust and try to sell them on eBay and all these other places, do those people feel burned? Or do they feel like, oh, cool, I'm ready to go get another one? No, a lot of times they feel burned. And, 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 and Roger, and I'll be true, I play a lot of Wii's. I've I, I played Nintendo, and I'm a Nintendo fan. But at the same time, I always get the Nintendo eight, seven, six, five years after it's old. Why? Because I don't want to get caught in that money pit. And them shits don't drop. I, you go back three gaming systems, them shits $50. You be like, who the fuck had a GameCube? Why am I still paying $50? Well, you know what it is, too, is that because they have so few games that are actually great, um, 
they end up the games hold their value longer. Like as opposed to where Gears of like Gears of War is gonna have Gears of War two, Gears of War three, you know, even um on PlayStation, uh that Drake's uh treasure or whatever, mm-hmm. that joint's gonna have three or four, you know, games by the end of it. Halo has three or four iterations. With Nintendo, you're lucky if you can get like two Mario Galaxies. Yeah, and, and so that causes the them not to drop as fast. You know, by the time they're dropped, it's pretty much the end of the cycle for their system. As opposed to an Xbox game will often drop in price a year or two after it comes out because the next one's coming out. Yeah, and that makes a difference. And and like Roderick says, I like Zelda and I like Mario. But the thing is that, especially with Zelda, you get one Zelda and then the rest is remakes or either re-release and things like that versus on other systems. You're guaranteed through the life cycle of that system, you're going to get great games. Yeah, so that's what we were saying, Corbin. But look, I feel happy if you're happy. If you enjoy yes. your system, I don't give a fuck. Me it's either. not about me making you not enjoy Nintendo. No, just like I don't want you to make try to make me not enjoy my Xbox. If you're satisfied with your purchase, that is Be the best happy. possible. Uh, that is the best possible thing for both of us, everybody involved. Somebody gotta like Nintendo. I'm glad it's you, Corbin. You seem like a good dude. I hate that they keep stealing your money. Hey, what's up, Ryan Karen? It's your boy Starfinger, Sarcasm Live, Maestro, uh, MC, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, I'm really bad about doing this feedback stuff, but. Oh, I, I'm listening to episode 170, and y'all, y'all, y'all little side tangent nerd conversation got me a little bit riled up. Um, first of all, we are social outcasts, and that's why we take shit a little bit too seriously. Um, part of it comes from the fact that we think that we're actually protecting you from something. Like when we tell you that something is bad or something sucks, we think that we're trying to spare you from having to. To, to have for you, we think that we're trying to spare you from having to worry about that. You know, you should be paying attention to Doctor Who or some Smallville or some shit like that. <laughs> now, I don't, I'm not really a fan of Doctor Who. I've seen it as alright, but I am a fan of Smallville and I think that people pick on it way too goddamn much. <laughs> and you know what? I don't give a shit if you don't like it. I do. Fuck your opinion. And that's what the internet is for. It's for all of us to get our opinions with us being social outcasts. The internet is the way, is, is, in most cases, is a way that you can't fucking avoid me. When I'm trying to tell you that Smallville is a great fucking TV show. Also, um, I, I kind of got offended. I thought y'all niggas was talking about me. When y'all talking about uh, Smallville and the Dark Knight, you know what? The Dark Knight, his voice was fucking annoying. And yes, it was a sequel, but he didn't <laughs> the voice, the Batman voice was not as bad in the first one. He kind of took that shit to another level in the second goddamn movie. And I ain't saying it made him a bad actor. It just said that it took you, it takes you out of the movie because it's so fucking annoying. Anyway, um, yeah, just the, the, the idea of, of, of the, the nerd culture in general is a culture of hate. Um, and we kind of group together by that hate. So, if we hit you all with some hate for some shit, we looking for you to hate it too. That's how we know you can vote. So, uh, holla at your boys, Scarfinger, Scarcasm Live, out. Alright, um, well, number one, we weren't talking about just you, Scarfinger. Uh, I don't know, new, know if you know this, but there are a lot of nerds that hate the Dark Knight because of the voice. <laughs> you ain't the only one. And love Smallville. It's not just you, my brother. Nope. Um, it's a crew of y'all. It's a lot of y'all motherfuckers out there. <laughs> and I deal with some of y'all all the time. But uh, I will say this. He brought up a good point on Twitter, which is that nerds don't stick together. And that is a good point. It's one of the things I like about uh, Scarfinger and what he's doing with the Geeks Gone, Geeks Gone Raw Collective over there. Mm-hmm. It's nerds trying to come together to build some shit. And, you know, presenting uh, both sides of an equation a lot of the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so while Scarfinger might shit on the PS3, he'll have people on there that don't want to shit on the PS3. Or Sherry will be on there kind of going, what the fuck you so mad about? You know, and I like that. <laughs> it makes the show better for me. Yeah, you get different perspectives. But, uh, yeah, in general, yeah, nerds are way too critical and hateful. Um, and I don't need to be protected from things. I want to experience them myself because quite often I enjoy things. And sometimes they make it so negative that when you see it, you're like, what the fuck was the fuss about? Yeah. You know, like, and, uh, and not even just the Dark Knight too, mm-hmm. which obviously, is, or the Dark Knight, which is 
obviously one of the greatest movies of all time and if you can't get past the voice then you fucked up that's that's your nerdness taking over and i fight against my nerdness <laughs> you gotta fight against that shit it's evil it's hateful but uh you know obviously you know the dark knight or whatever is one example but there's other examples out there like people that told me Watchmen was shit it was terrible. Then I went and watched it. I was like, this is a fucking awesome movie. Why did I you why you hate on it so much that to make it, you actually made me like it more because you tried to tell me it was terrible. Yeah. Anyway, last voicemail. Welcome. Uh, I think that I'm not long with a good middle morning. Yeah, it's about that way. Good middle morning to you guys. Uh, I've been doing email lately lately because, you know, every time I leave a voice message. It's just like, cancel one out of three people get them, you know, hey, one out of three times it comes through, you know, I got a good odds. So hopefully this one will get through. Um, just calling you guys because I'm in up this middle of my having a nice little Twitter chat with Karen and I'm going to go walk it early in the morning so I can at least join this live discussion because it seems like I missed this series trying to go up on Ustream so hopefully I can catch this one. Um, I've been part of the last few podcasts. Um, I haven't downloaded different ones. Uh, the latest one y'all did, uh, I need to hear Justin's reaction. It's, it's been so long, it's just like I'm missing it. It's just like I'm going to do just some crap with y'all. It's just like I'm just shaking and stuff. It's just the box around because you just, you know, mistaken. And, um, yeah, I heard the, uh, heard this MV report, uh, you know, you, you got show and, Hopefully that, you know, uh, when me and Chris meet up at the RNC, uh, I tell them on Twitter, I will be going screaming down the aisle, screaming, Wiener is bad, Wiener is bad, instead of bitch is good on the screen, Wiener is bad. So, you know, it, it, it'll do real well for the people, you know, screaming, Wiener is bad, and fools are good, you know, because I can't use a stun gun, you know, they like the metal, so they want a cold hard steel, and they, they sword, the sword is cold hard steel. So, you know, um, <laughs> that's about it, guys. So, I'm going to put the rest in the email, and hopefully mine will be, email be even more ready than my voicemail. Have a good one. Good morning. Yeah, holler at y'all later. I'll get the case you didn't know this for a toy. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's not like she's about to say good morning, ladies. All right, man. Well, that's it for this episode of the Blackout Tips Feedback Edition. Don't forget you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. You can give us a voicemail, 704-557-0186. Thanks to everybody who participates. Uh, I know we didn't get donations this week, but thanks to the people that take the time out to donate to the show. It really means a lot to us. Uh, and, you know, like I said, we're working on cool things behind the scenes. That things you're going to be able to put in your hands and actually go, this is what the fuck my donation's about. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going we're gonna to get on that for you guys. Uh, but we appreciate everybody that... Uh, you know, they enjoyed the chat and uh, listens live. Yeah, shout out to the chat room. Yeah, uh, so until next... Oh, and tomorrow's guest will be the player hater. And I'm trying to book one more guest, because last time we had the player hater on here, he wasn't able to, you know, really talk, but he said he's going to get on some coffee and some cocaine, and he's going <laughs> to do the fucking... He's going to be ready to, to contribute to the show. Yep, so we can be fake-ass friends together. Yeah, so, alright, man. Until tomorrow, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Uh, you niggas still don't get it Yeah, bitch, I'm ten toes in it Uh, yeah Show Gears, baby Bitch, I'm ten toes in it Not a fake up facade or a cloned image Got in a rap same way I jumped in the streets with my own spinach Trying to get straight up off the shit just so I can go on living No song spinning, so I resort to the zone flipping Something must be wrong with him, he taking this shit for granted Try to write up in the house with no lights You'll understand it, I can't teach you how to dug it But I can teach you about the stuff and keep it thorough Keep your mouth closed, nigga, keep it 100 Keep your hand up out my goddamn pocket and keep it pushing Keep the reefer, keep the white, keep it softer, just keep it cooking But keep in mind that any given day you can die for this As I Back this dope, I'm praying one day that I could just make an honest piece of change. Probably change the way I live. MJ fade away. I'm some niggas came to feed. Gangsta gears, fresh out the fridge, 40 below flow. No introduction needed, cause niggas already know. You so already the codes, nigga. I'm the motherfucking coldest. Yeah. You 
saying that you did that, lived that But you ain't quite like this nigga cause you already noticed I'm the motherfucking coldest so what you talking about, bitch? Really ain't shit if you ain't talking about this. I'm running laps around these rappers, scratching them off my list. She off that vodka, so it's hard for her to stay off my dick. Trying to get rich and let the dollars flow throughout my clip so we can break bread and never ever be broken. Yak toasting, exotic bitches on my balcony smoking. We turns them out without a doubt, they mouth about to be open. I let Alicia put her tongue on Valerie while I'm stroking, but I ain't Jack Tripper. I'm that nigga, plain and simple. Fresh out the G to MTV, check the credentials. Ain't been a nigga bigger since the Jackson left the city. Reppin' the hardest niggas, they know that we was rapping in my city. And regardless if I got support or backing from my city, they remember me as the nigga that got it cracking for my city, nigga. And on the mic, I never have off nights. Cause every line I write is straight frostbite, nigga. The motherfucking code. Bitch. I'm the motherfucking code. Motherfucking code. You saying that you did that, lived that. Nah. But you, you ain't, ain't quite, quite like this, nigga. Cause you already know this. I'm the motherfucking ghost. Many niggas don't know, you better recognize. You really real. Saying that the fuck I feel. Yeah. So let me talk my shit. So what you talking about, bitch? I'm on fire. Speak the streets hot, that's my desire. Yeah. And the hell with the labels. Then it's time for us to sit down at the table. Let me check, bitch. If I don't focus on me, uh. tell me who we